Welcome to The American Coach, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 3, Episode 9. I almost said 10, it's Episode 9. Season 3, Episode 9, I'll just say Le Locker Room because I can't probably pronounce the rest of that title. Okay, um, we saw that this, the, the events of this episode were set up from last week. There's a partic- There's one cut in this episode that just doesn't finesse the episode. I just... Okay, w- w- was this a good episode? It was a pretty good episode. It was quite a good episode. Um, it got a bit of a mixture of different things happening as well. Like you've got a bit more of Nathan and Rupert. You've got updates with Keeley. You've got, um, obviously, Colin and Isaac's a big part. Roy, Ted was sort of in this episode. Richmond played a game. So it was, it was a good episode. Like I liked it. it. It was good. I just cannot look past. And I almost sort of, not, not forgave the episode, but, okay, you set up the moment. Isaac, you know, tries to beat up a fan and all this kind of stuff. Um, they're all wondering, like, oh, is somebody gay? Is it Isaac? And Colin stands up. And he says, guys, it's me. And then you bank, you cut to Roy and Isaac. And... I I just can't figure out why. Um, I I I was in in that moment. I was right there with him. And do you know what the do you know what the annoying thing is? And I think this has happened before in the show. Because I was so um, whiplashed. By, oh, you've suddenly cut over to Isaac and Roy. And then Will is there with his kit man jokes and stuff. Because you, you sell up the scene so well. With Colin coming out to the to the team. And then you just whip. You just, you just whip the, the, the camera to, to another scene. I kind of remember what Roy and Isaac talked about. Not because I wasn't paying attention, but because I was like, oh, right, oh, oh. I was just like, kind of just a bit in shock of like, oh, you said you were, Colin was literally just about to say however he was going to say that he's gay. But what I wanted from that scene and how I think it should have played out um, is I wanted to see that there's two things I wanted to see from that. His own face and reaction once he says the words. And two, the group's reaction. Who's the first person that says something? What do they respond? What do they say? What's everybody's body language? What's, what, what does Colin do? Uh, you know, immediately. It, that, that The initial reveal and then the immediate aftermath. But for reasons I can't quite fathom, you feel the need to cut over to Roy and Isaac. I just... And I, I, I liked the scenes afterwards, like Isaac and um, 
Colin making up and him actually explaining to him um, why he was mad. I thought that was very, very helpful. I wondered if the episode was going to actually address that. I liked the scenes after Colin had come out, which is the group, like, talking to him. Um, that was good. But, see, I, I mentioned things like structure and pacing, which is kind of how you put a, how you put an episode together. Um, that is literally structure in a nutshell, which is when, when you choose, how long you choose a, a scene to be, how quick it is. It's like a puzzle piece. Some pieces are going to be a bit, a little bit bigger. Um, you got to figure out where they go in, in an episode. Um, what are you, what are you filming? Cause you go from like the, the base thing, right? Which is, okay, we have an idea of what to do with the episode. How do we write it? How do we put it together? What do we get everybody to say? What does everybody do in the episode? Then we film it. How long does the scene need to be? The episode has to be a certain length. What do we want to cut out? What do we want to put in? Where do we cut scenes? Where do we start them? How long is a particular scene? Does one scene need to be two minutes? One needs to be three minutes. Or does it need to be three minutes, two seconds? Um, Those are fundamental parts of making an episode, which is the pacing and the structure. Which is how you obviously your your writing is very very important. Your acting, directing, they're, they're all they're all pieces to an episode that need to be good, right? And some can lift the weight of others. Like if if writing's not so good in an episode, maybe an acting scene can can lift an episode. But I just cannot fathom why you would cut away from Colin coming out, which is what you've been building up towards, and you cut over to Roy and Isaac. I just it really just. I can't think of any other word than whiplash. It really just sort of like, oh, wow. Like like, like somebody, I don't know, slapped me or something. Like it was... Because um, at, at the end of the day, the context of what they tried to achieve with Colin worked. And I'm very, very happy it did. But I just wanted to see the reaction of from the man himself. Um, how does he feel after coming out? How's the group feel? And all, all that kind of stuff. So... Um, I did also, I did also, I did also feel up until that moment the episode was a tiny bit slow. I could see it was trying to build a few things maybe and I was like okay it, it it's going to build to to a moment but there's a few different things going on how's everything going to kind of stitch together and all that kind of stuff. And as I said there's many many different types of things that happen in the episode. Um and it's still a good episode. I just yeah, that moment when you cut from Colin and you go to Isaac and Roy I just was was kind of stunned, um, and my initial reaction was like, "Oh, you you ruined the scene." But then the two pieces after that, which is Isaac and Colin actually talking and the group talking to Colin, made up for it a little bit. Made up for it a little bit. It's still just an odd editing choice. I I really found that as a strange editing choice, um, and it's such a big scene to do that in as well. So. Um, that was, uh, do I have any other problems with this episode? I don't think so. Um, there's things that I had more interest in, uh, and we'll still see where things go. So there's 12 episodes, so we've only got 10, 11, 12. We only got three left now. Um, yeah, just wanted to address the Colin stuff straight away. That's what stood out in the most. Um, do some character-specific stuff in a moment. Um, but I thought the episode was well-written. Still well acted. This was a... 
I'd say this was a good seven, eight, seven or eight out of ten episode for Ted Lasso. It's not this. This wasn't its kind of nines and tens, nines and tens out of ten that it's been doing over the last what six, seven weeks. Uh, last week's episode I thought was like intriguing, but not quite, not quite as good. They, they did some some setup pieces um, in last episode. One of which we get basically a payoff with with Keely in this episode. I'll talk about that shortly, and. Um, we don't we don't really get a follow up on Ted per se. Well, we kind of do, um, and we're still yet to see how the potential love triangle of Keely, Roy, and Jamie is going to go. But the show doesn't seem to have to have gone to that yet. But um, let's see how that goes. Um, anyway, that's that's it for my like initial thoughts. Still thought the episode was good. I overall the content with Colin worked well it's just that but and that's the thing 40 45 minute episode right one moment one editing choice for me nearly derailed the entire episode because of the way it was put together so sometimes you've got to be careful how you how you had it how you edit stuff and all that sort of thing but uh anyway so for my initial kind of thoughts on the episode we have some character stuff to get to i'm just going to go character by character and we'll get through it see you in a minute Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review 
of your choice. So if you, if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Right, what I'm going to do actually, I've only just made this choice. Um, Ted is usually at the front of this character by character breakdown, uh, so we'll get to him in a moment. But Colin's not on this particular list of characters, so I, I just want to go through all of that first and then we can get to the sort of the, well, arguably the smaller stuff, which is actually interesting because. Colin, for a long time, for what, first two seasons, was a side character. And even though Isaac is the captain of the team, he sort of was as well. Like, when you think of the main characters on this show, Ted, Roy, Keeley, Beard, um, maybe Higgins, maybe, uh, Roy, Jamie, I think I said one of them twice just then, um, Nathan, sort of Rupert, but not in terms of screen time. So there's a good chunk of characters there. So most of the sort of like players in the team, unless you're talking about um, Sam, is Sam a main character? He's a main character, but he's he's still not as big of a character necessarily as like you know the main the main sort of group. But they're all important. Um. Okay, so onto Colin's storyline. I, I won't talk about the editing choice anymore because I've already, I've already talked about that. Um, very, very well handled. Again, it didn't really give me... So here's the thing. It didn't really give me the emotional gut punch that it should because I was so distracted by the editing choice. But once I sort of got past that and... Because I only really settled into what was going on um, when the Isaac scene happened. When they were doing the dressing room scene afterwards, I was still just sort of like bewildered at the editing choice but anyway um but in terms of like how it was put together I thought I thought it was paid off pretty well I liked that um he went and spoke to Trent by the way just a little kind of um not editing choice but character choice because I kind of looked at okay Colin walks in the room goes to speak to Trent him Trent and and Ted are in different offices the same space more or less but different offices I didn't, because I was thinking initially, okay, is he is he closing the door because he doesn't want Ted to know? I don't think that was the case, because I, I understand if some people may have read it that way. Ted was on the phone, I think, to his family, and I think it was just, okay, he's there to speak to Trent about what's going on, but doesn't want to, you know, interrupt Ted's voice call, so that that's, or whatever, I think it was a phone call. Um, that's the way I kind of read that. So he went over to him for a bit of advice. And that was good. That was obviously after all the chaos with with Isaac happened as well. Um, another an interesting audio choice. Um, so Isaac, because um, Isaac and Colin have you know they're in this they're in the big storyline thing this week. So I'll just I'll just try to talk about it all here. Because um, they not not blurted out, not like bleeped it, but um, the audio went quiet when he said an f word. And for some reason, for like the next two minutes, and I even I even paused and reran the episode twice because I was like, did I miss his, that he said something? Um, that that the fan that was that was yelling. 
But no, they didn't show it. I'm going to guess it was probably Faggot or... Because, um, who is it? Some Somebody said, oh, he said the F word. Then Jamie said, oh, oh what, what? He said, fuck off. Like, you know, because obviously um, it, it shouldn't be that. But that's a normal abusive word to, to use. Uh, I mean, how many people in their everyday, everyday lives drop F-bombs? A, a good portion of people. And I was, for some reason, it took me ages. For, I was like, okay, what what did the fan actually say? Because that was what triggered Isaac and what, you know, caused him to go and attack the fan. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other, other, I was trying to think of other slur words that are related to being gay that start with F. In fact, that's the only thing I could come up with. Um... Because it wouldn't be fanny. Nah, people don't really. Nah. Um, people say there was a there was a word that was on my mind to describe it, but I cannot remember what it was called. Um, I mean, things like, you know, people oh, people can say things like nonce, but that starts with N. There's another word that was like around the tip of my tongue. That I was like, oh, did he say that? And then he said, oh, no, it was an F word. Um... I can't remember. I can't remember what it is now. It's a slur that's used against gay people, uh, or yeah, queer people. Um, that I thought he might have said, but it was, but it wasn't that one. Anyway, uh, that was what tipped him over the edge. But the interesting part for the episode until then was, okay, follow on from last week. He looks at Colin's phone and he gives him an out of context, dirty and sort of. I'm not happy with you type an angry look, a dirty and angry look, which led Colin to feel very confused and us as the audience, because it was, okay, part of you would assume, okay, he's not, you know, supportive of him because, you know, you put two and two together, try, try to do that in that scene. And Colin was probably thinking the same thing that we were, which is, oh, does he not support him being gay? Um... But interestingly for Isaac, when they get to reveal that, because he shows up at his door, and because we still don't know at that point in the episode, um, we know what we we think we know why Colin, why um, Isaac's been um, set off, because we're thinking, oh, he's not happy with Colin. We don't know exactly why, but he's not happy with him. And then the fan is yelling and yelling and yelling. He, he yells a, a slur word. Um, and it just pushes Isaac over the edge. But, yeah, so th- so his actual thing was always because I, he thought that Colin didn't trust him, whereas it wasn't that. So I found that to be an interesting, would we call that a twist? I don't know if you call that a twist, but an interesting kind of turn. Um, Because that's, even though... In context, which is what is shown at the end, that's a somewhat understandable reaction. It's still a bit of an aggressive one, um, but they they make up by the end, which is which is the important part. And then they start making jokes about stuff, which was which was kind of nice. So a nice end to the episode, I thought as well. Um, but because I thought they played that part, the way that they revealed that those pieces with Isaac related. Um, and because Colin, Colin thinks he knows why Isaac is is annoyed at him because he's trying to work it out throughout this episode as well. It's not until the end when he actually says why it is, but because Isaac gets tipped over the edge because of the fan and gets sent off, and it it just derails the situation, uh, which leads to Colin very very bravely coming out, um, 
which, well, I see, here's the thing. I can't even say I can imagine what that's like. I can, well, not to a team of, of players. I know what that's like within different contexts, but I, I know what that's like. I haven't come out to, you know, in in front of a, of a group of people, but I have to a certain amount of people, but in, in a different way. I can understand his emotions, is what I'm trying to say, uh, and how... Um, how scared he would have been. I was trying to work out from Colin as well when he was... Again, they cut the scene awkwardly. Is he putting himself kind of on the autopilot? Because what I found that I had to do... And every person who's had a coming out experience... Probably had it in a different way. Um, within their own self and, and whatever. I had to put myself on autopilot in order to do it. Because that was just... That was just what happened. Um so yeah but um it's a different kind of boiling point thing like i because i was at a certain boiling point but a different type of one if that makes sense hopefully it does um again it just you know as much as i appreciate it over the years oh matt come out tell people it'll be very it'll be fine i I, i'm glad that you i'm very happy that you think that but (laughs) It really isn't, um, but then, yeah, I hope um, anybody who does who does come out uh, in today's day and age does find it easier than, than what I did. Uh, but no, it, um, I, I'm sure most people, queer people would relate to me on that, that it, it's not just easy, as easy as just, oh yeah, by the way, this is what's going on with me. It's, um, it's a lot more complicated than that, so I, I, I sympathise with, with Colin very, very much, so... Um, is that all of that for Colin's stuff? Um, they go on to win the game. Colin's clearly inspired. Um, I was trying to work out what position he's playing. Because we know that Jamie and Danny are strikers. I think Isaac's a defender. I think Colin's a central midfielder. Because when they pass to him and he makes a bad back pass, he was sort of in like a centre midfield position. Um, because I think they play 4-4-2. They've changed it a few times, haven't they, this season? Obviously when, um... What's his name? The big, the, the tall guy who's now gone from the team. They they changed the formation, but uh, I think they do four four two now. But with um, Danny and Jamie up front with Colin in midfield, because I think Isaac's a centre back. So that's at least the way that I saw it. But um, yeah, good on you, Colin, though for for doing that. Um, and at least we got the situation with Isaac cleared up now. So. Um, yeah, I guess his next decision, and as as Isaac kind of um, brings it up, he's like, oh, are you going to tell everybody? Now, the difference is, if I go on Facebook and tell my friends and family about myself, which is what I did, um, that's, well, I wouldn't say easy, but it is easier than being probably a celebrity and known professional football for a Premier League team and coming out on the internet and telling people because a lot more people are aware of you because you're a footballer and a celebrity and I am not a celebrity or a footballer so um yeah can sympathize with that as well to a certain degree um I think that's all the Colin and Isaac stuff um it's very very interesting to me just because I know I spoke about it a minute ago Colin and Isaac to me are side characters, but look at the amount they've been able to do in this episode. Um, and I know that they like that they built up to it, and Isaac's part of this only came in last week, 
and we've had uh, the build-up episodes with Colin, obviously with him talking to Trent and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's amazing what they were able to do in this episode with two side characters. I mean, are they side characters anymore? Have they been promoted now? Um, I don't know, but uh, interesting stuff anyway. All right, let's go over to Ted. Um, is there anything to talk about with Ted this week? Anything? I'm trying to think if he did anything in the episode. Uh, obviously, he gave a nice speech towards Colin at the end. That's, that's just something that you can... I mean, you can rely on Ted for a lot of things, but... A motivational, uplifting speech is, is definitely one of those. Because he's, he's, Ted, Ted's not a tactician. He, he's the motivator of uh, of the team. But he did a good job with that, so good on him. Um, it, I noticed in this episode as well, just going back briefly to Colin, but bringing Ted into this, the thing that got me emotional in the first five to six episodes was the Ted long-distance dad things that were really getting to me. And now it's been, um, that's flipped over slightly and has become more about Colin and Isaac, which I also, you know, relate to. I I, I relate in different contexts to both of those characters in, in some way, shape or form. So um, that's been an interesting shift for me personally. So, but no, can't think of anything else for Ted in this episode. This was more of a Colin episode, as we know. Rebecca, um, what did she go through in this episode? Uh, she was there for Keely. Or oh, you, you, you got to always love a good Keely, Rebecca sisterly sort of scene. Um, I love where she said, um, "Oh, Keely, look, there's so much blue because <laughs> all the all the text that uh, Keely had been sending to um, Jack, Jackie." Um, so yeah, that that was cool. Uh, trying to get Roy to do the press conference. Talk about that in a minute. But um, yeah, Ted and Rebecca had a. Uh, quieter episodes i think it's somewhat fair to say keely um yeah seems like her and i'm just gonna say jack because i can't remember if it was jack or jackie seems like they're done she's gone to did she say australia for three months or something so their their break has broken up as she said again it's this is a bit of a continuation from last week um I'm curious to see what they do with Keely, and I have been for this whole season. But obviously, this this is because my my point of curiosity earlier in the season was what they're doing with her work, and how that's going to connect to the main story, or if it's going to. Um, this has been more in terms of her love life as a character. Um, I still think it would be too predictable and a bit too cliche if she just by default ended up with Roy or Jamie. As much as they might be nice together her with Roy or Jamie I just feel like that would be a not not for the character sorry not not for the choice from the character but from a creative writing standpoint that would feel like a safe choice I think. So now that they they only moved the needle a little bit on that, but um, Jack seems to be out of the picture, and I was enjoying their their relationship in the the two episodes or so that that was building up towards. Um, but of course, Jack put her foot in it last week, and uh, seems like she's seems like she's gone. So I don't know. We we'll have to wait and see where that goes exactly. But because um, there's there's been a couple of little nods and hints that. She might get back with uh, with Royal Jamie, but no, nothing, nothing like 
pure and definitive on that front. So we shall see. Higgins, um, yeah, uh, nine episodes in, not been in any cupboards this season. Good. Um, he's actually been like more of a fleshed out character somewhat. And I mean, he's still been a comedic character, but not in a sort of like, oh my God, you've opened the cupboard door and I'm I'm in here again. So uh, glad that they've not done that with him uh, for a while. So that was good. Um, what else happened with Higgins? Nothing. This really was just Colin and, and, and Isaac and a bit of other characters. Jamie, um, I liked uh, the little moment of, uh, <laughs> what was it? Because uh, Isaac's the captain. He's been sent off. Usually it would be a vice captain. Um, which is weird for Manchester United because Harry Maguire is the club captain, but he's been dropped because he's terrible and Bruno Fernandes is the captain. But if Bruno Fernandes gets sent off or subbed off, but if he gets subbed off for a player that's not Maguire, I don't know who he gives the ban to actually because Bruno doesn't really get subbed off a whole lot. But usually, even if Bruno's still on the pitch and Maguire gets subbed on, Maguire will take the armband from Bruno. Even though technically Bruno's the vice captain, but never mind. Um, I don't know who's supposed to. I guess it's supposed to be Sam then, because he's the one that actually took the armband. Although we didn't. Did we see him put it on? I can't remember who, who got given it afterwards. But anyway, the funny moment was. Um, <laughs> he's like. It, um, what's his name? Sam's got the armband. And uh, Jamie's like, me? Me? you giving it to me? <laughs> Sam's like, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to you. Slowly raising his hand. And then just puts a middle finger up to him. And Jamie's like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, too uh, too good to be true. I thought that was just a nice little sort of moment. So that was good. Uh, Roy did his press conference. Um, he's always got a story, hasn't he, Roy? Because um, he spoke about one of his teammates uh, having a the pregnant wife and all that kind of stuff it is very true some of the stuff that Roy said here and I like the little the little attempts at character development for Roy in this episode because um, like Rebecca plainly saying to him like what do you actually want um, and he's like I'll just I'll do the press conference and he's not you know I mean he is initially like you know aggressive Roy and everything but um you know, he gets asked about um, Isaac and just says, like, sometimes he basically kind of just said, sometimes these things happen and not all of it is your business. Um, so I like the way he handled that press conference because Rebecca was like, oh, shit, he's going to, like, swear at the journalists and, you know, get really mad. Um, and I like in this episode before that, like, leading up to that scene, um, I mean, he'll always do his... His Roy Roy Kent grunt, won't he? But um, yeah, him trying to sort of like change a little bit, I think, is uh, very interesting for him as as a character. So we shall see where that goes. Um, not much to say about Beard. He was in the episode being his normal self. I will finish here on Nathan. Um, glad Nathan kind of. Would, would you call this standing up for yourself? It's a version of standing up for yourself, isn't it? Um, this version of not giving in, I think, is a more accurate term. Um, I think we've gone from 
I mean, Rupert was always kind of the the background villain. Like when he was on screen, I was like, oh, you're just you're just not a good person. You're just not a nice person. But Rupert hasn't been on screen that much. I would guess actually. Okay, so three seasons in, nine nine episodes in season three. How much screen time has Rupert had? Ten minutes, fifteen at a stretch. Um, and we came into this season. It was okay. Cool, calm, collected, good-spirited Ted versus egotistical, not evil, evil's like a, not the right word to use, the, the egotistical, not Mr. Nice Guy Nathan, that that was how we started this season, right, of like, oh, he's, you know, got his sports car and he's managing at West Ham, we've got a nice, nice stadium and he's top of the league and he's taking the piss out of Ted and... You know, he's the big bad Nathan and all this kind of stuff. And they've really done some good work with him this season. Um, I still can't remember his girlfriend's name. I'll apologise for that. Um, But, yeah, kind of this sort of... Rupert meets her. um, And then tries to get Nathan to cheat on her. Because like, oh, I'm gonna get the VIP room, get the champagne, and I'm glad that Nathan did. He makes the exact right choice. Um, in terms of no, I'm not gonna go in this, you know, VIP room with you. Doesn't mean Nathan has to do anything with these women, but you know what Rupert's gonna be like in that room. Plus, Rupert's probably cheating on his own wife, girlfriend, fiance, partner, um, as well. So you know he's trying to lead Nathan astray. It's going to be very interesting to see with Nathan because I almost thought at this point, like in in that um, club uh, room, um, you know the reception area, I I actually thought it was going to turn around and say I resign. That's what I thought it was. That's that's the feeling I was kind of getting, and maybe maybe that's coming. Maybe that's coming later down the line. But the in, the very interesting balance that's been struck with Nathan. Which has made him one of the more interesting characters this season, which is why his uh, arc has been so so interesting. There's always been the two sides, right? Which is what Nathan is like professionally and as a manager and as a coach. That's where his confidence comes in. That's where his, at times, egotistical nature comes in. But socially, as a person, he's been a bit awkward not quite always been you know the the most confident and started and not been you know a bit indecisive and that sort of thing and that's led to him making some bad choices i wonder because i think nathan might have a choice to make okay doing very well with west ham they do say in this episode west ham is still top of the top of the league which is wildly unrealistic for west ham to be top of the league but never mind uh, considering they're in a rele- relegation scrap this season. But anyway, um, that's David Moyes. Uh, okay, doing very well with West Ham. They're top of the league, doing well. Nathan's a great manager and, and coach as well. But, okay, his boss is trying to lead him astray. Um, if Nathan walks away from West Ham... He walks away, well, possibly from a Premier League title, which that's a hard choice to make. But he's, I feel like he's got a personal and a professional choice, which is, do I stay with West Ham and probably win the league? Like That's the way the 
show has been trying to tell us and keep working for i mean you know many people in the world work for people that they don't many people in the world are good at their jobs but work for people that aren't good and they don't like and they don't really get on with right i'm sure a lot of people could relate to that but he might have to make a choice between because i think they said i love you to each other yeah i think they said that in, in last week's episode um is it going to be Premier League title with West Ham, but with a owner that's yeah, it's not 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 such a nice guy? You don't really get on with him, or are you going to give that up, manage for a different team, and or go back to Richmond, depending on how that goes, um, and stay with a girlfriend? I, I suppose he like if if he navigates it correctly, he could have both, because you could still. You could success could could he successfully avoid Rupert's um guidance? Let's call it guidance and win the win the league with West Ham and keep his girlfriend. But then the the longer that takes in terms of time, Rupert might try to intervene more and more and make that more difficult for Nathan. So he's got he's got some choices to make, and I think it's very very interesting to see where this is going. Um. I suppose if this episode is any indication, he'd pick his girlfriend, which is the morally right choice. It's not the it's not the it's not the professionally right choice, but it's the morally right choice because you know, okay, if Rupert successfully leads him astray and he cheats on his girlfriend, loses her, and then realizes, oh, I don't have a girlfriend, but now I'm still working for this owner that's not a good guy, um, and. As a Man United fan, I can very much tell you shifting your owner away from your club is not an easy thing to do uh, with the Glazers. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not as if Rupert could be easily vacated from his position. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, that's it for this week's, ep- this week's episode of uh, Ted Lasso. Um, I enjoyed it. The cut in the scene still annoyed me. Um but you, but you, you got there in the end. You, you almost ruined it. You could have very much almost ruined it. But I think you just about managed to get there in the end. Um, so there we go. Anyway, what did you think of this episode? Did you enjoy it more or less than I did, or the same amount? What do you, what choice do you think Nathan's going to make? How do you think it's going to go for Colin and, and the team and Ted and everybody else? Um, what do you think Isaac's going to do now? I mean, he'll probably you know brush himself, brush brush it off, dust. Brush himself off, dust her up. No, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Dust off, pick up pieces and... I'm getting that completely wrong. You know what I mean. But um, dust himself up, pick himself up and move on. That's still not correct, is it? Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll see what Isaac decides to do and what everybody else in the show decides to do. Um, Yeah, I think that... Yeah, is it three episodes left? It says nine. Got ten... 10, 11, 12. Yeah, it's the... I looked at the date. It's the 31st of May. Is the finale. Um, so, we're almost at the end. Uh, it's gone quite quickly. I will admit, it's gone quite quickly. So, we shall see. Anyway, your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, get them in. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, E-Talk UK, and there's information in the show notes. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, more United podcasts. Uh, take a look at what we do through that. If you're wondering where the United cast is this week, we're not playing midweek because we're not in the Europa League anymore. Uh, Wolves, Saturday is the next game. We've got to have a bit of a comeback. We've lost the last two games. So, um, 
best hope that that happens. And also, by the way, uh, actually, the game wouldn't have happened, would it? Um, Real Madrid, if you could beat Man City next week, I'd be very grateful. So would a lot of Man United fans. <laughs> so, uh, but that, yeah, that game wouldn't have happened. That would have happened the week after. Anyway, um, entertainment talk.org podcast platforms, entertainment talk TV, games, films, Man United podcasts, get involved. Uh, where do I have social media? Tell other people, do all that stuff. Um, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news, Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays. New episode from today or yesterday, depending on how you look at things. Uh, new episodes of Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays. Look out for those. Uh, and geektown.co.uk. That's for your TV and your film news. We are getting to what David refers to as the TV bloodbath. If you don't know what that is, it's when all the networks decide if they are or are not going to renew their shows so uh, look out for your favorite show it might have already been renewed or cancelled we've all been there haven't we we're looking at you netflix um yeah so keep your eyes out on that twitch bex trista b-y-t-e-s uh for retro chat game and other streams trista b-y-t-e-s uh me weekly between mondays and wednesdays i already did the fifa stream this week i did it on saturday if you missed it it's on youtube entertainment talk plays but if you want to catch that live that's twitch etalk uk for that that's my main night fifa career mode so see how that goes anyway thanks for listening and i'll see you next time goodbye